Hello, and welcome to the first edition of Out From Under The Bed. I am your host, The Boogeyman. This is a show that I wanted to bring to everybody to share roller skate stories, what got you into it, things like that. So I figured I would start first with mine to get everybody to know me a little bit as your host. So back in 2011... I was going through a rough time in my life, a lot of things, I was drinking a lot, and I got some tips from my customers because I am a pool man by trade. So with my tips, I wanted to buy some roller skates from being a fan of roller derby and watching it. I was like, you know what, I'm athletically inclined enough to learn how to roller skate and possibly start refereeing and getting involved within this community of people that from looking from the outside, I was like, hey, I would probably fit in around here being into subculture things, motorcycles, stuff like that. So I ordered some roller skates from Sidewalk Surfer in Scottsdale, Arizona. And after I made that purchase, I got home and I said to myself, I just spent quite a bit of money on these roller skates. They were Rydell R3s. Shout out to those. They lasted a very long time. So, like I said, I told myself, don't waste the money you just spent. Get your money's worth out of this product. So... A couple of days later, when they came in, I went and I picked them up. I got them home. Didn't adjust them because I didn't know any better. I just put on the outdoor wheels that I purchased when I ordered the skates themselves. Sure Grip Motions. And... I didn't have any gear yet, no helmet, no wrist guards. They didn't quite have that in stock at the time. So I just took my chances, barely knowing what I was doing. Other than going to the rink a couple of times. Is a kid, a handful, is an adult, maybe tooling around on... A borrowed pair of rollerblades as a kid from my neighbor, Zach and Ryan. So, (laughs) I took off around the block. I fell down so many times as safely as I could, which was forward onto my bare knees, which... Kind of sucked. My hands got skinned up. 
Good thing I didn't like seriously hurt myself the first day. But I was smiling every time I got up. So I was like, all right, this is enough for today. Set back to go home. Fell down a ton more times. Passers-by in their cars and stuff. People walking down the sidewalks were asking me, Hey, are you okay? Because I would fall so hard. And then on my way back to the parking lot, I hit the speed bump because I tried to jump over it and didn't quite make it all the way. And then my feet shot out from under me. I landed on my hips so hard. It like jarred my brain. But the very next day I was back out skating and before I started work, actually. Just pushing through the pain of that bruise. And during the day I would just like put so much pressure on it with my palm and rub it. To try to make it feel better and go away faster so I could just spend more time in my skates. But then eventually I got some knee pads and stuff. I found this parking lot near my house. And I just started skating in it. And teaching myself how to work my edges and everything. I didn't even know what that meant at the time I just heard about it and just put the two things together on what people were talking about online and everything and I would try to do what I would be seeing during the roller derby bouts the stances you know like how to position my body correctly almost you know, I would watch them be like, hey, they're bending their knees constantly. And so I just started mocking that kind of um, the movement I would see on Saturday evenings. And then eventually I just got like pretty good, good enough to adventure out of that parking lot. And the day I did that, it was the P.F. Chang's Marathon. And at the time where I lived at, a lot of my area was closed off. So that was a perfect opportunity because I was comfortable enough to get out there and see what the streets were like. And that was absolutely game-changing for me. I was outside of the parking lot, which felt like I had no restrictions after that. I was able to go wherever I wanted to with enough confidence, just knowing my confidence would grow as my adventures continued. So when I got back to the house that day, I told my parents, 
This is a lot like when I had a bicycle. And I'm going to continue to do this even more than what I've been doing. The adventure is endless when I didn't have the restraint of either driving to the roller rink and being inside or just inside of that parking lot. So from that day on, the world became my skate rink for the most part. I would commute back and forth to work and generally just enjoy the outdoors. So that's really how I fell in love with roller skating. I was already a fan of roller derby. And I wanted to play that anyways, which I started doing here and there. And then just kept with it for about 12 years now here in the year 2023 because I found it interesting that even a smaller person like me can be effective in such a high-impact sport. It was a way to feel a part of stuff and play contact sports as an adult which is kind of rare unless if say you've continued to play like football or hockey or something like that or what have you but roller derby man I've played all sorts of it flat track, bank track USARs, WIFTA, those are rule sets, USARs and WIFTA, we can get into that later on, but maybe not today. Later on is like, the show progresses, we can have segments on the differences between the rule sets and the different styles of roller derby. But yeah, I've been around the horn as far as the evolution of the game. And that's why I really wanted to bring everybody a podcast. Because it's interesting. A lot of us do weird things before games. Like mine is I scream at myself in the mirror and tell myself, you need to stay the fuck out of my way. Because that's my belief that only I can beat myself. And everything after that is just wet paper. And it kind of pumps me up too. Other than, you know, listening to music throughout the day. Like I said, we all have our rituals, I guess. Beforehand. Um, we all have our names, our on-track personas, 
Like I said, mine is the boogeyman. At first, when I started, it wasn't the boogeyman. I was a referee with the Arizona Roller Girls. Big shout out to them. My name was Pat McCrotch. Yes, I know. But anyways, I wanted to change it because as my daughters got older, if they were talking to their mates at school and were like, yeah, my dad plays roller derby. His name's Pat McCrotch. Like, I don't know how well that would have flown. And so I tossed around what is something that I can rename myself? How can I reinvent this character and develop a character that could be almost infamous because of the nature of the sport? I wanted to have an infamous type of character on the track. So I went with the boogeyman because everybody's got one in one way or another in some form there's a boogeyman out there an indestructible figment of your imagination that is everywhere and nowhere at the same time so I took that and I incorporated that into how I would play roller derby. I would be a pest with a lot of endurance and stamina, given the fact that I am an outdoor endurance athlete. And the boogeyman cannot be worn down. Cannot be killed. So. That's a little synopsis of. A little background. A little peek. Under the bed. Of the boogeyman. So. The league I play for. Is Phoenix Roller Derby. I started playing with them. About four years ago. Because they started. An open gender program. I got brought out there. To introduce that. So years later. Here we are. Formerly. Desert Dolls Roller Derby. Now we are Phoenix Roller Derby, an open gender league with three teams. We have the Cosmic Killers, the Pretty Hate Machines, and the Phoenix Sky Harmers. The Phoenix Sky Harmers is the newest team to the league that is our men's team, the Pretty Hate Machines, and the Cosmic Killers are the two female teams within the league.
like I said, we are open gender. And ever since I've played, I've always participated in open gender or at the time they were called co-ed scrimmages. We would have them on the weekends and everything and they were so much fun. And now with the league and the open gender league with Phoenix Roller Derby, there is a spotlight for that now and not just a scrimmage on the weekends. So I'm really grateful for them and bringing me out there and shining a light on open gender roller derby because in roller derby it's one of the only sports where everybody has a purpose out there you don't need to be the biggest person and it really doesn't matter if you're the smallest person everybody can do something great everybody is somewhat the same in a way. Yes, we all have different skill levels, but nobody plays up or down. I don't know. It's a dynamic that we all have out there. We all play together and practice together as open gender athletes, and we all make everybody better in the process so yeah I mean here's just a little introduction to myself I hope everybody enjoyed it if you would like to come on the show and get an interview Please message me and we can get you on. But until next time, the boogeyman is back under the bed to go do some pools or something. But anyhow, just remember, motorcycles are everywhere. Look twice and save a life.